Hey, I'm Robert. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Taking Action Podcast. And we're back. This episode... (laughs) is all on bubble wrap. On bubble wrap. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are these guys talking about? This is about... I'm going to get passionate about this. Parents and teachers... Don't bubble wrap your kids. <laughs> what do we mean by this? Uh, They're just, you know, we're in a generation now where everyone is so overprotective. And I find that there are a lot of parents who want so badly to prevent any life situations that could potentially cause harm or failure or heartbreak from their kids. And what they try and do is they bulldoze all the obstacles out of the way, right? Parents are so overprotective right now. Watch out for that. Don't touch this. Don't talk to that person. Are you sure you want to go there? I think you should stay here. Don't go outside, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Did you ask twice? Did you wash your hands? Did you this? Did you that? Whatever. And so, you know, they're just trying so hard to bubble wrap their kids in their effort to keep them from harm's reach which is impossible like if, if something's yeah. going to go down it's going to go down but I just find that when you get into that bubble wrap stage that's all ego based because yeah. you're doing all this not actually for the benefit of your child you're doing this because you want to feel better about the situation yeah. right? if you're trying to better your child you have to allow them to go through the experiences in life because that's where we learn that's where we grow right? we Absolutely. need to We need to make the failures. We need to fall down. And when we have those failures, what's equally important is learning how do we get back up from those things? How do we Mm -hmm. build ourselves up? You know, me being in dance, we train students to go to some dance competitions. And a lot of times, you're not going to win. It's just like in the Olympics, right? Can you imagine if, (laughs) if every country went to the Olympics and they all won? Right, <laughs> like yeah, everyone gets a gold medal. Like it's it's Oprah. Oprah's here. You know, it's interesting. You should say that if I could just cut you off. But, yeah. but they're doing now in uh, local sports for kids. You know that there's no winner. They're just everybody just plays. They just play for fun. Play for fun. Really, everybody gets a trophy. Whose idea was that? <laughs> who knows? <But laughs> the, the worst part is and who that said yes. Ne- <laughs> Somebody said yeah. That's a great idea. But you know, the worst part is that they never if a child like I remember when we were kids we'd always have a winner and a loser yeah and it taught you that you know losing sucks exactly and you want to strive to win and do better you you then you train to get better to win but if everyone's always winning you never have to train you never grow there's never there's nothing so then when all of a sudden these kids become adults and now you're in a cruel world where everybody's like always out for you know, trying to climb the ladder, then all of a sudden they don't know how to handle. They don't have the skills, correct, and the mindset yeah. needed to. And which is the worst? Fight. It's the worst. Then yeah, and f- without trying to go off topic here, our school system—I think we mentioned this before—but mm-hmm. our school system is set up in a way in a way that unfortunately doesn't help kids win because you can't fail anybody now. Yes, everybody passes regardless <laughs> of what you've done throughout the yeah. year. You're still going to pass, which is 
a terrible mindset for kids to have, but yeah. they have it because I see them and I know they know, well, even if I don't show up to this class, you can't fail me, teacher. Correct. So I'll still get a 50. Correct. Yeah. So what does that teach them about life? So that, you know, let's go back to the bubble wrapping from, from parents and teachers. Our goal should be to give them as many experiences as possible that help them to develop and grow as, as individuals and contributing members to society and as leaders. And the only way we're going to be able to accomplish that is by allowing them to fail at things and to suck mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and to not win the gold medal and to not <laughs> win the trophy and to not have you show up, you know, and and fight for them instead you know when they've got their own battles they need to learn how to fight their own battles they need yes. to learn how to speak up for themselves a parent teacher interview you can't always be like well you know my son got a c and you know you're a bad teacher for that and you know they have these problems and these issues like no no let your child speak up for them you know yeah. let your child have that c because they didn't do the work Right. So yeah. you can't yeah. go and try and clear all these paths for them so that they can just get to the top. That's not how real life actually works. Yeah. And many times we'll fail more than we'll succeed. And like I mentioned before, it's what do you do when you fail? That's what that's what matters. How do you keep going for it? Do you let it keep you down? When you're on a team, do you just say, Oh, as a team we suck and we lost so that's it. I guess let's turn in our cleats and, and game <laughs> over. I'm never going to play soccer again. Or do you as a team say, you know what? We sucked. Like, yeah. we own it. We were not good. And we want to win this next year. So let's train harder so that next season comes around. We are actually going to win this and crush it. And we'll have that pride. That's the other thing. Mm -hmm. When you let kids fail, they're not going to develop the pride if you just bulldoze things. The pride comes from knowing, oh, shoot, you know what? I wasn't that good, but then I accomplished something. I hit yeah. that goal. I hit that mark, and I did it. My mom didn't do it for me. Yeah. My daddy yeah. didn't do it for me. I did all this stuff, and I got here, and now I can pat myself on the back, and that means something. But know? that's only learned through failures, though. Yeah. Through the failures of, I mean, if this kid's been bubble-wrapped and you know, cockled all his life, so to speak, uh, they they can't learn through their mistakes, so they'll never know how to what you're talking about. Yeah, you have to let them experience that. It's like I remember my mom when we were kids. I I would be she'd be like, "Where are you guys going? Oh, we're gonna go skate." And her answer to everything like, "You got your health. Why you want to go out there and hurt it?" <laughs> <laughs> and but we still went out and skate. Oh, and, were and you a bad the, skater? <laughs> no, I'm a great <laughs> skater. But but it's interesting. Even now. At my age now, as an adult, we were in Italy together, and um, I, she says, where are you going to go? Oh, we're going to drive, uh, you know, I'm going to go for a drive and go check out some, some sites, so, yeah, archaeological digs, and she goes, why you got to go? You got your health. Why you want to go? And I'm like, well, I'm not going there to harm my health. Yeah. I'm just going to, uh, because I want to see something. And now, from her, it was driven by her fear. She fears that I'm going to, Every time I go out somewhere, even now as an adult, that every time I go out, she doesn't want to see me get hurt. But if I have to always listen to that, even as a kid, if I ever did listen to that, I'd basically be one of these recluse kids or adults that would never be out and and socializing 
or if, in, if someone was in the dating scene, dating, no one would ever know how to, um, I'm going to say date, like get a mate, mm-hmm. so to speak. No one would ever know how to interact. No one would ever know how to do any of these things if you didn't go through the hardships and and the get the lessons of the do's and don'ts. Yes. Right? And, and so you know, it's, it, it's it, funny because our parents know that they went through correct the do's and don'ts and they went through obstacles and mm-hmm. things. So I don't understand at what point in our society that fear happened. Yeah. That and that shift took over. Oh no no no, I, I wanna protect <laughs> yeah. and keep you safe. Yeah. Just you know, you wanna what, wrap your kid up and keep them in the house for yeah. twenty years until they're yes, technically an adult. With and then they leave the house, and they—that's when you should worry because they've never experienced the real world. Well, <laughs> well, you know what's interesting, and I, I'm sure everybody out there can attest to this. With the video games now, you you see how I remember we used to have video arcades, and now they have these video consoles. But what's happened is that for a parent, a lot of them buy it, like they'll buy them the, the system, so these kids now get glued to the TV. Yep, and they're playing whatever they're playing Fortnite and all these other games that they're playing and they're glued on it for four or five hours a day and the parent which was you know got it for them so this we know where they are they're in the basement or they're in the room playing the game um they got it for the same reason is to keep them safe away from predators away from Mm -hmm. all these things that in their mind they've conjured up of being bad and now they're having the adverse problem where we have a kid that can't be is an antisocial. Uh, you have children that are um, just don't know how to handle real life situations. Isn't I mean, that you, interesting? Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's like really... you set you set your kids up for the antisocialness because, like you said, you know, four or five hours a day. That's what yeah. twenty five hours a week. That's a hundred hours a month that your child is not being social, is not getting out into the yeah. world, is not understanding how to communicate, yeah. you know. I there are kids now that don't know how to use a phone. I say, yeah. you know, there's an app for that, right? I'll even take one further. People. They don't know how to use a hockey stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a soccer ball. You go outside. Wait, wait, where's outside? Can I yeah. Google it? <laughs> so, how do I kick this ball? And, and that it, all comes from, yeah, that all comes from the overprotectiveness that some parents... Yeah. Now, you know, obviously this is not all parents. Like, no. they're not like this at all. And and uh, as a teacher, I'm not like that at all. It's, we understand the importance of getting out there and screwing up. And screw up big, you know. Yeah. Go big and then go home and tell everybody that you messed up and then figure out you learned way. You learned it, right? Yeah. You learned the lesson of, all right, I did this and it was wrong. I know how to make it better. Yeah. If um, no different, you know, than, you know, when I talked about skating, if I didn't go out and skate, I would never have learned how to skate and play hockey. I had to go through the the pain of skating and getting hurt. And falling down. I'm sure you're falling down too, Oh, multiple times. But it's like that in life, right? So if you don't allow them to to be out in the world and, you know, experience... uh, uh, dating or experience climbing a tree or experience all these things that come with being outside which people are afraid of because they think their kids are going to get stolen <laughs> or uh, you know um, if, if you don't allow your child to experience those things that, like we did mm-hmm. 
Yep. We'll, they'll never become. See, they'll never become more than what what you're getting is that kind of a child that, that just doesn't know how to handle life. But if you think about it, we became great people because of our, you know, stru- uh, uh, trials and tribulations. Yeah. The adversity it, is the that only the only time you're gonna if you're going to be with your child uh, really strict. If the only time you're going to do that is the, the in the fact that you don't like how you've become. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like who you've become and you've become a real powerhouse in the world, you got to allow your child to do the same thing. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there. If you, you know, you become an adult and you realize I like my life, I like myself. Yeah, I, like I want the my things, kids to be the same. I like the experiences that I've had. Well, I, yeah, I want my child to go through those experiences yeah. because these things developed me into who I am now. And I want my child, my son, my daughter, to also be proud of who they are as well. Correct. Then that means, okay, I'll let them go through all that stuff. Yeah. And it could be always, of course, you're going to be a little more protective because we know, you know, like as adults and, and us going through certain things, you know, like if you ride your bike really fast and you fall down and you break your, your lip. Yeah. It hurts. So you yeah. want to let them know, ride the bike, just don't go too fast. Exactly. You know, like don't be dumb and do these things. But those are the lessons you can teach. But you don't say, you don't take the bike away and say, I hurt my lip when I was a kid. No bike for you. <laughs> no. You, you, you teach no bike them, for you. Yeah, you teach them that, you know, it's okay, you know, but you want to set, let them know where you failed doing what you did. Yeah. It's better than taking it all away and saying, don't do it. Exactly. Because uh, once you do that, you're you you put your you set your your child up for, um, you know, a, a tough life. So I think today, today's lesson, listening to this, everyone should take the time to ask yourself: Am I a bubble wrapper? <laughs> you know, do I do I overprotect my kids from situations? You know, I think that's the first step in anything: is asking yourself: Am I guilty? Of this, and if you are, then kudos to you for recognizing that you are. Yeah. Now the next stage is to wean away from that. Okay, you know what? I did this as a child. I should allow them to do that too. Was yeah. that a stupid idea at the time? Probably was. But you know what? You have to know that your kids are going to make their own decisions, whether you want them to or not. So yeah. you might as well prepare them. Here's the facts. Here's what happened with me. Yeah. Here's what I did. Here's why I went astray, or whatever it was. And now let them decide what they're gonna do, right? Yeah. And know that as a parent or as a teacher, things will happen. You know, they're not gonna get it right all of the time. Many times they will. Many times they won't, right? But you just need to be there to support yeah. them and encourage them and help them pick themselves up and keep it moving. And that's gonna help them develop into uh, really wonderful people. Absolutely. And you hope that they don't get it right all the time. Because yeah. you don't learn from being right all the time. You exactly. learn from making a mistake. So, you know, it, like like Sean said, you know, you just make it, give it the bubble wrap, and then <laughs> just let, uh, you know, I'm not saying that you have to, but I'm saying it, it's wise to just let a child just try to get out there and just be a child. And if, if it means you got to take that PlayStation and run it over with the car do so <laughs> <laughs> we give you take permission a hammer to it yeah do so. uh, and I'm not you know 
those are great devices, but sometimes, you know, you if we could get our kids to be kids again, they would be the most amazing thing. Yeah. That's pretty much it. All right. That's this episode. Thanks for listening.